0: Hello, it's Monday, July the 5th. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Hope you're okay. And with two weeks to go until so-called Freedom Day, one of Kent's MPs says she can't wait to ditch face masks. Well, a union is calling for them to remain mandatory on public transport after July the 19th. Unite, which represents tens of thousands of transport workers, says it would be gross negligence to remove the requirement. Well, Faversham's Helen Waitley has been speaking ahead of an address to the nation later by the Prime. Minister. Um, I know, like many others, I can't wait to not have to wear a mask, but you know, I will be you know, cautious and, and try and make the right judgments and follow guidance on this. One of the things that we will be setting out later today, Health Secretary the Prime Minister, is the findings of the social distancing review, looking at things like mask wearing uh, and the one metre plus um, distance from people I can't preempt the detail of what's going to be said later today, but overall what I can say is we're going to be shifting much more to an approach which is where there's guidance, but you take a personal responsibility and make a common sense judgment about what is the right thing to do to protect yourself and others. Other announcements we're waiting to hear is whether bubbles in schools will be scrapped and what the rules will be for those heading back to an office. Will we be encouraged to test every day? Thanet MP Sir Roger Gale has been speaking to our colleagues at KMTV
1: more and more people are being vaccinated, but we do have to remember that still only 50% of the population have been vaccinated twice. Uh, There's a considerable number of people who are waiting for their second vaccination, so that figure is going to rise fairly quickly. And I think that's probably helped a lot to keep people out of hospital and to prevent death. But the figures are still far too high. And, it's a, it's a trade-off, isn't it, between the needs of businesses, seaside amusement arcades, the nighttime industries, the entertainment industries, the hospitality industries, travel, all of that, and health safety. And I think we have still to be guided by the science, and I'm not entirely certain that either Downing Street or Sajid Javid are actually any longer willing to listen to the science.
2: Um, Just finally from me, there was uh, obviously some talk about schools not being included in the easing restrictions announcements. There's been so much talk about pupils missing school, isolating. What do you want to see regarding schools, Sir Roger?
1: I think the time has come when the bubble has to go. And in fact, that's pretty much happened already, I hope. It is a nonsense to send perfectly healthy children home Um, just because there is a fear that one child may have been carrying infection. So we've got to get more testing on site. But I, I think it is absolutely vital that come September, which is what we're really talking about now, we get back to full-time proper education.
0: You can let us know what you'd like to hear about face masks or bubbles by commenting on our socials today and follow Kent Online for details on what the PM says later. We'll also have the full story on the website once the announcement's been made. Meantime, a coronavirus outbreak at the University of Kent has more than doubled just a week after recording its highest ever number of cases. Figures show 125 students staying on its campuses in Canterbury and Medway have tested positive for COVID in the last seven days. 26 more living in their own accommodation have also contracted the illness along with two members of staff. Meanwhile, just eight positive tests were recorded at Canterbury Christchurch University. And latest figures show coronavirus cases across Kent have more than doubled in a week. 2,119 people tested positive in the seven days to last Tuesday. Despite the increase, only 11 people are currently in hospital with COVID in Kent and 64% of all. All adults have now had both doses of a vaccine, and even with COVID restrictions due to be lifted, a music festival in Canterbury that was going to run over the August bank holiday has been cancelled. Organisers of City Sound Project in Canterbury's John Gardens say it's because they fear the risk is too high, with up to twenty thousand people due to attend. Kent Online News. A man who set fire to a house in Edenbridge and then threatened firefighters and police with a hammer has been jailed. Daniel Rutter started the blaze following a dispute with a woman. This is the moment he was tasered by police before being
2: arrested. We've got a taser. Oh, get a torch on him. Get a torch on him. taser, officer. I have a taser here. I've got a taser up there. Put the hammer down now. Oh, no, just. No. Right, get oh, ready. Get ready. Right. Get at him, Get ready. Get Get ready. Get Get Get
0: 48-year-old from Wellingtonia Way in Edenbridge admitted several offences, including arson and criminal damage. He's been locked up for four years. A man's been arrested after a car hit a group of people in Canterbury High Street. Five were injured, with two being taken to hospital as a precaution following the collision in the early hours of yesterday. It reportedly happened after an argument. A 28-year-old is being questioned. Firefighters have spent more than 30 hours tackling a blaze which has destroyed a derelict building near Maidstone. Bellringham House in Sutton Valence has had to be demolished after flames spread through the property over the weekend. The road past the building has now reopened, and you can see pictures at Kent Online. Meantime, an investigation is underway after a dog died in a house fire in Swanscombe. Six people were in the property on Irving Walk when the blaze broke out on Saturday night. One was treated for the effects of breathing in smoke. A robber who threatened a shopkeeper with a meat cleaver in Ramsgate has been jailed for more than three years. 43-year-old Lee Ward from Lancaster, close in the town, made off with packs of cigarettes but was caught after being recognised from CCTV. Now, the dad of a young boy who drowned after falling into a river in Kent is urging us all to be more aware of water safety. Six year old Lucas Dobson slipped into the River Stour at Sandwich two years ago. His dad Nathan has been speaking as lifeboat crews raise concerns they could receive an increase in call outs this year as more of us staycation over the summer.
2: I am quite a safety conscious person. Uh, I always brought Lucas up, telling him how to do things, how to do things right. But, um, on the occasion of sort of the, the water safety, um, it was a small lack of knowledge by myself, I, I definitely obviously could have done more, fought more, um, but what you don't realise with the dangers of water is it's what's underneath, you know, there, there's obstructions in the water, the, the current of the water pulls you under or pulls you one way. So a weak swimmer, um, it's very easy to get sort of pulled one way, pulled uh, underneath. Um, The coldness of water is obviously swimming in a swimming pool is completely different from swimming in sort of an open water, you know, it's uh, any open bodies of water with a little less knowledge. um, I would definitely recommend sort of even if, even if it's a short visit, uh, you know, try and get a life jacket or, make sure make sure you get a life jacket to be honest or plan it for another weekend until you have got all the safety measures or until you know a bit more um yeah because we're trying to get the life jackets in the schools then sort of the children can take them home on a friday they can use them at the weekend sort of with their family relatives and then take them back on the Monday.
0: Andy Mayo is the safety officer at the RNLI in Whitstable.
2: People aren't going away abroad, so they're coming to the coast, and that's where we're starting to get busier and busier. We get people down from London, um, going on the coast, not knowing the tides, not knowing the weather conditions, not knowing the area, um, and that's where they can get caught out and get into trouble. Kent Online reports.
0: The Home Office has confirmed more than 200 people were intercepted by Border Force officers while trying to cross the English Channel to Kent yesterday. Record numbers have made the dangerous journey in small boats so far this year, with nearly 6,000 arriving during the first half of 2021. The government's announced tougher prison sentences for those who do so, along with those who organise people smuggling. Kent's been named one of the worst places in the country for animal cruelty. Figures today from the RSPCA show they dealt with more than 3,000 reports of intentional cruelty to an animal over the past five years, the fifth highest number. The charity is launching its Cancel Out Cruelty campaign to help keep rescue teams out on the front line, saving animals. We often see dogs that have been badly beaten Mm -hmm. and in those cases they are extremely fearful. You will see dogs that will either want to hide or try to escape from you. I think I'm still shocked now by what I see But sadly,
1: I'm not surprised anymore. Um, I think I've done it for so many years that the surprise element has gone, um, but the shock element will never go away
0: speculation John Lewis could turn their stores in Ashford and Tunbridge Wells into housing. The department stores reportedly announced plans to build 10,000 homes in the southeast over the next decade. Most of those would be on sites the company already owns, which could include some shops in Kent, which are staying closed. Now we're being warned that strong winds could cause disruption in Kent tomorrow. A yellow alert will come into force overnight and last until midday. The Met Office say it could lead to some travel disruption. Large waves on the coast and damage to things like marquees in gardens. The Red Arrows are going to perform a display above Folkestone next month. They've been booked in for Sunday the 8th of August and bosses say they're still planning details for the event. Last month the RAF aerobatic team were at the Battle of Britain air show at Headcorn near Maidstone. And Ed Sheeran's new song has made it to number one on the Kent Top 40 on our sister radio station KMFM. Bad Habits was released earlier this month after he took a break from new music and if you missed Ed's chat with Gary and Laura on KMFM Breakfast last week, you can watch the video on KMFM officials' social media. Kent Online Sports. Tennis and Kent star Emma Raducanu says she's doing her best to ignore the outside noise as she gets ready to make history at Wimbledon. The 18-year-old from Bromley is taking on Isla Tomljanovic on court one this afternoon. It makes her the youngest British woman in open era to play in the last 16 of the tournament. Emma's been telling us how she kept grounded after her unexpected success. I cope by giving my phone to my osteo. That's how I cope. (laughs) I think keeping in a really tight-knit group with me and my team and they they've been so supportive and so great this week that uh everything has been so comfortable for me well we will have details on the result in tomorrow's podcast plus in bulletins on sister radio station kmfm that's all for today thanks ever so much for listening don't forget you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram plus you can subscribe to the im news app which will give you access to all km group newspapers just head to subsaver.co.uk